0: hey mama motherhood is hard isn't it that's why I'm so glad you're here to join the conversation welcome to the mom life mindset podcast I'm Erin Trier and here we're gonna be talking about every aspect of wellness from the inside out the goal is to keep mindset mental health and protecting our peace at the center of everything we do in our day-to-day lives. Let's get started. Hey, my friends. Welcome to today's episode of the Mom Life Mindset Podcast. I am Erin Trier, your host, and I'm so glad you're here to join the conversation where I share or talk about mindset, mental health, protecting our peace, and really cultivating habits within our day-to-days that help us feel our best from the inside out. Today, I wanted to kind of continue the conversation about our personal family journey related to functional medicine, specifically mold exposure and mold toxicity. We have been learning quite a bit as of late related to just overall health from the inside out and the idea of root cause issues. I want to give you a little bit of context to kind of explain how we've landed to where we are, and then specifically share a little bit more about mold and what we've learned over the past six months or so. So just to kind of give you a little bit of context, um, you know, in a couple other different episodes that I encourage you to listen to, I share a little bit about my maternal mental health story. I share about the gut-mind connection. I share about our personal, like, family journey related to functional medicine, um, and I share about, you know, things I've been doing in my own health, but also what we've learned a lot about my son, Brendan, and that's really where a lot of this has started, my own health journey postpartum after my fourth baby, alongside learning more of the health needs of our son. And that process has been happening now for about two years. And so I want to give you a little bit of background so then we can kind of talk through exactly what we've really started to uncover on the mold side of things. So, you know, 18 months to about two years ago, we started to kind of see some other health concerns with my son, Brendan. He had some Lesions pop up on his skin, specifically his face, that literally anything and everything we tried would not go away. Um, They look kind of like freckles, but they're more like red dots. Um, And so we went to a handful of different dermatologists. Long story short, we ended up going down this really long road of trying to understand or uncover if what was happening inside his body was a potential genetic disorder, um, which. We've kind of landed at this point in time is inconclusive, pretty hard information really as a parent, but that's kind of where we're we're at, right? Like with that specific piece of the puzzle, it's inconclusive. There's nothing really alarming that we need to address right now. Um, But that's something that's still kind of in the back of our minds because he does have some of these skin issues specifically these lesions on his face. And then he also has things like eczema, you know, extremely dry skin, a lot of itchiness. Like he seems to have some pretty intense seasonal allergies. And so definitely some things happening there um, that we're always trying to be in touch with, right? The other thing that we uncovered most recently is he started having seizures again. So right before, or right after his eighth birthday, the morning after his eighth birthday, he had a seizure that was actually pretty intense and extremely scary for me and something we have not seen since, um, but right before his second birthday. So he had seizures a little bit while he was little, we did all the things to try to make sure we were taking care of, you know, what he needed and what his brain needed, and then they kind of weren't visible to us or something that we saw, um, for years. And then all of a sudden they started to come back. And the reason we or the reason my mom gut kind of thought that they were back was because he started to have issues at night where he, um, would wake up really out of it. Right. Like these really intense nightmares, he would fall out of bed, um, you know, some bedwetting issues, things like that. And so with all of these other concerns, I have, I was Concerned that seizures were maybe happening again while he was asleep. And then we confirmed it right after his eighth birthday when he had one right in front of me. Um, And it was very clear that it was a seizure again. And so with the potential genetic disorder, this issue, um, the epilepsy concern and issue alongside behavioral concerns and testing we've had done for him related to Sensory processing disorder, ADHD, ADD, um, autism, all of those things. Like we've started to uncover really who he is and what he needs and the best support that we can, you know, provide for him. Um, While Brendan doesn't 100% classify as an autistic kid, he has sensory processing disorder. He has different neurodiverse kinds of tendencies and sensory things that we're always managing in his day-to-day related to behavior, all neurological, right? All related to neurological things inside his body. And so we've just been learning a lot about him and really a lot about our family, right? Like it has me much more in tune with, okay, you know, what other needs and and support do my other kiddos potentially have, right? what do I need to continue to uncover in my own wellness journey? And so, because I had started to dive into functional medicine myself postpartum after Rowan, because I just wasn't feeling good no matter what I was doing, I decided that going the functional medicine route for Brendan was going to be a good process for us because I really wanted to go deeper on potential root cause. I wanted to learn more about his body, more about his genetics. More about potential inflammation he might be dealing with, right? More about food sensitivity or environmental toxins or products that might be exacerbating how he feels and what his body is doing day in and day out related to behavior, related to functioning, related to allergies, related to gut health, you know, so many things. Um, The other big thing that we have also had to figure out and manage with Brendan is he's had reflux for most of his life, which is a hundred percent attached to gut, gut health, you know, underlying root cause issues and all kinds of other things, all of which I've been trying to uncover, right. All of which I've been trying to learn. And my husband and I have been working through since he was born. And so we've just kind of come up against this wall of saying, okay, like we need to figure out a new way of trying to support him and help him and learn. So long story short, you know, the past two years, 18 months or so have been a lot of up and down in our family. Um, You know, we have quite a bit going on, plenty of things we manage. We're learning a lot about our own health and Brendan's health. And, you know, we've had some pretty significantly hard moments behaviorally um, where we got to a loss, like got to a place where it just was like, how is this ever going to get better? Like, what do we need to really be doing to support our son and support our family? This just isn't quite adding up. You know, we've been in a variety of different therapies Brendan goes to, you know, he's done OT, he's done PT, he goes to a mental health specialist. We see a variety of different therapists for behavioral needs and so many other things. And um, therapy is amazing. It helps so much. I also knew that we needed to go deeper on what was happening inside his body. And so we decided to enlist the help of a functional medicine doctor here in our local community. Um, It took us about five months to actually get seen. But once we were seen, we started to uncover a lot really quickly about what we needed to do for Brendan's health. And so one of the first questions that was asked was, could there have been potential mold exposure for Brendan and really our family? And the interesting thing to that question that the answer was yes and here's why let me kind of explain this part two about well it's been almost three years now we renovated our basement and while we were renovating our basement we moved some walls around we you know switched up the bathrooms and created like what was an ensuite into two separate bedrooms with a bathroom off a hallway so essentially the kids could all share right all of the kids bedrooms are actually in our walkout basement in our home. And we have two full bathrooms down there. So we kind of thought like eventually as they grow older, it'd be nice to have, you know, two full bathrooms for them to all share, right? We have two boys, two girls, and wanted them to have flexibility to share, but also have their own space. And so we tried to really maximize the basement layout in the best way that we could. Well, when we did that renovation, what we didn't know or realize is when we installed Brendan's Closet, We actually drilled through a water pipe on the outside wall of our house. Really, really interesting where the actual water pipe is like never in a million years would have expected it to be there. Quite honestly, my husband, Dave, has done work for so long on houses and knows he's extremely handy, knows how to do all the things. Like he installed the closet. We did it together. We had no idea at all. Like he didn't feel like he drilled through anything or went through a pipe or anything, et cetera. It was just kind of a freak thing, right? Like of all the places, that's what happened. And that's what, that's where we started to kind of have a, you know, a long ongoing water problem. And it happened to be in Brendan's basement closet, right? In his room and parts of this is hard for me right because the thing that's a little tricky about mold and you're welcome to do your research i will warn you that it is a rabbit hole but the thing about mold is it's not talked about nearly enough um it's kind of like this silent thing that can really wreak havoc in your health specifically if you are susceptible to mold toxicity or mold illness um and I'm happy to always answer questions about the things we've done to learn if that might be you or someone in your family. But anyways, we drill through this pipe in the closet, and we don't find the leak till over two years later. And that's what's alarming and really hard for my mom heart, right? Because it's basically like we drilled into this pipe, had no idea, and you know, the water was essentially okay in there for a while. But as the the bolt started to rust. And corrode the water started to eventually come out of the pipe and so what happened was I finally found it because the closet carpeting was getting wet and this happened like right before this past Christmas it happened the beginning of November which again was about two years after this remodel and then once we kind of took the carpet out ripped out the closet we finally figured out with the help of the plumbers that we utilize exactly what had happened so there was the leak, right? There was the water damage in our house, which happened to be in Brendan's closet and happened to be, you know, happening for quite some time, which again, like is extremely hard on my mama heart, but I have to keep my mindset in the place of, okay, we have the information. We can only move forward. Like how are we being productive in problem solving? Right? So That was the biggest thing that I shared with our functional medicine doctor when we first got seen, because when he asked me, was there potential mold exposure? The answer was yes, because of that closet pipe situation, right? That was a pretty significant water damage situation. Now, the interesting thing is we've had a handful of other little water situations in our house, right? Like we had our our kitchen sink leaked because the disposal got backed up. We had a water pipe burst over the winter because we left the hose attached to it on the outside spigot. And then once it thawed, it, it burst and then it leaked down into the basement a little bit and the carpet got wet. So we had a couple other water damage situations and water in the house. I'm going to go ahead and bet that most people have some sort of water damage happen at some point in their home, or maybe it happened before you were lived there, or maybe it will happen at some point, right? It's just some of these things that like you never really think could turn into some like hidden big issue, right? Like, like I shared, my husband is extremely handy, right? So he cleared out all the drywall, cleared all the carpet, took out all the insulation, did all the cleaning. Um, When we opened up that wall in Brendan's closet, we did see a little bit of mold, cleaned it all out, like took care of what we could see and really removed and dried out everything that we thought we needed to, and then patched it all back up, right? Well, what we've learned over time, especially now that we're attached to functional medicine and diving more into root cause is there's so much more to water damage in a home than we even realize. And it's so hard for me to really unpack this because again, I just never would have learned this, known this, gone down this road, even explored this to this extent ever If I wouldn't have started on my own functional medicine journey and really starting to learn root cause in our bodies and the differences in our genetics and the differences in our gut health and our mind gut connection and how all of it matters and how all of it is actually interconnected from a very scientific perspective, right? And I will preface all of this by saying like, I am not an expert by any means, but I will share that I am learning a whole lot right now as a woman on my own health journey and as a mom who is advocating for her child and her children. So what we've learned most about mold um, is really that it's in it's everywhere, right? It's in the air to some degree wherever we are, right? It can be in our homes, it's obviously outdoors. like there's normal levels of some trace of mold everywhere we go. When you have something like water damage or, you know, a, a more intensified issue, like I described, you know, mold can thrive in that way and really rise to toxic levels. And essentially that's what started to happen in our basement, specifically Brendan's room. Um, and then as we kind of started to dive further into investigating our whole house, we found another few areas where it was elevated and, you know, our house is a walkout, half of it is underground and we We live in the mountains. We get some level of moisture from snow and other things. So it's just like really learning the makeup of our house, right? And what we might need to do and change as we continue to figure out this mold issue and mold problem. So, what have I learned so far about mold toxicity and mold illness? Um, I've learned that going down this road, I will be honest, is a Pandora's box. It is a lot of overwhelming information. And, um, you know, we've been working with a remediation company. We've been working closely with our doctor. I've obviously been doing my own research and talking to people that have a little bit more education around mold toxicity and mold illness. And the biggest thing we're trying to manage right now in our family, specifically between Dave and I, is like, okay, what is the most crucial? What is a must do? And what is the like most concise way to get there? Because, you know, everyone has some level of a different opinion. And it, again, it becomes a lot of information, which can easily become overwhelming and it has become overwhelming. But at the same time, it's information I appreciate because I want all the details like as an Enneagram two and a helper and a person that wants to like be a people pleaser and fix things and obviously advocate in the best way I can for my family. I want all the information. So I know that like what I'm getting myself into by getting all the information, but it's definitely challenging to figure out like, okay, what do we really need to do here? What do we actually need to facilitate in order to ensure we're addressing the issues that we're finding. So that's kind of where we're at, guys. You know, this functional medicine side of things is so eye opening. It is beyond my wildest dreams what I've started to learn about not only myself, but again, my son and my family, right? Like from blood work from learning how your body detoxifies or doesn't detoxify and how it needs support, learning about different, you know, supplements that really can help with specific things, learning about, you know, different therapies that you can explore in order to help your body feel good from the inside out, beyond what I personally teach and know in my day to day, right? Like I am a health and wellness coach and You know, I'm a huge believer in moving your body every day, fueling to the best of your ability, right? Protecting your peace, getting your sleep, um, and utilizing things like supplements that you get educated on or get prescribed, you know, on by a doctor, something like that, um, or utilizing through um, a wellness platform or something that you've been exposed to in order to help yourself feel good. All of those things are so crucial, so amazing. I've also learned, again, It just goes so much deeper and wider than that for each of us as individuals on our health journeys. And so while this whole situation that our family is in right now with learning about mold toxicity, learning about mold illness and susceptibility is so like beyond my wildest dreams as far as information I thought I would really know or have to learn. It's also been a blessing and so eye-opening for me because I'm learning things now that I'll be able to continue to help my family and my kids know and learn more about as they get older. And so as far as where we're at now, we've had our basement pretty much completely ripped up. We've had a remediation company come out and rip out all of the issue areas where the air samples that we had tested in our house showed elevated levels of mold in comparison to what's in the outside air, right? So what did that look like? A lot of drywall getting ripped up, carpet getting ripped up, insulation getting taken out, um, and having air scrubbers run for weeks on end to have the air cleaned. Um, And we're still, we have like a phase two we need to go through now, right? We have more we need to rip out as far as different places in Brendan's room where we want to just make sure we're really taking all of that out and then doing additional air samples to kind of really see where the basement air stands once everything has kind of been ripped out for a little while and the and the new basement without all of that material kind of settles. And so once we actually air sample the basement again, our plan is to have an air purifier installed that we have running down in our basement. And I have a number of different recommendations that I've been given to by my doctor, but also that I've researched. I'm always happy to share all of these kinds of details if it's something that you want to explore in your house. Um, and then ideally we'll start to patch our basement up. But you know, being in a mold, elevated, toxic environment is a scary thing. And it's scary because you just don't see it. You don't always smell it. You don't always know it's there. And you really don't necessarily know unless you have someone in your family who might be susceptible to mold illness so what we've learned through blood work is that genetically brendan is actually not technically susceptible to mold illness however he was absolutely exposed to toxic mold And when we had a mold toxicity blood test done, like the toxicity levels came back extremely high. And so we had to really help his body detox. And so he's taking this medication right now where he's helping his body detox out this toxin and these things that he has inside his body that have just been at this elevated level, which in turn... Could absolutely be contributing to some of the behavioral things we've seen, and some of the neurological stuff that's happened, right? Like this, that the seizures came back, that the behavior kind of felt more intense. You know, it is all intertwined in some way, right? Um, researching mold toxicity and things like neurological issues and concerns with inflammation in the brain, inflammation in the body, like it's really fascinating information. I'll be all honest in saying, as a mom, it's also extremely scary. Um, I have moments where I feel like, could we have done something different? Right. Could we have changed something? Should I have known something? Did we do this? Right. Did, did we create these problems? Have we made it worse? Have we, have we like put our family in danger? Right. Like I I have those moments. Right. And I, I'm getting emotional about it because this is our reality. And, uh, I just want other women and moms and families to know, like if you have health concerns, if you have neurological things you're trying to manage with yourself or your family or your kids, if you have hurdles that you're working through behaviorally or mentally or physically, like just please know the weight of that is real and it is hard to manage that alongside the normal, quote unquote, day-to-day life we all lead and the, the chaos we already manage. And I just always want to be someone on this podcast that says, you are not alone in the hard, right? You are not alone in the hard. Mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, as you grow, as you learn, as you evolve, as you figure out what you need in order to feel your best from the inside out as a woman, as a mom, and for your family, for your kids, that journey is a process and you are not alone in the heart of it, okay? You are not alone in the heart of it. And I just, you know, I share our journey and I want to be transparent because there's so much value in learning this side of health. And while it's overwhelming and it's a lot of information and it's a lot of newness and it's a lot of balancing opinions and it's a lot of figuring out, okay, what really is crucial? What do we have to do? What's best for us? Like you don't ever have the opportunity to get there until you have the information, right? You don't ever have the opportunity to constructively think about it until you have resources and people to lean on and things to research. And so this whole process is a journey for us. We're still really figuring out, you know, what, what do we need to continue to do? Um, you know, how are we going to continue to manage environmental toxins and product toxins and, you know, paying attention to dietary changes and restrictions that we've made and, um, because again, we're really trying to figure out where is inflammation coming from in my son's body, but also all of our bodies. And how can we continue to keep any potential issues at bay or help rectify them by making these kinds of lifestyle changes and paying more attention to our environment and the products that we're utilizing um, and things along those lines. And so it's it's a long, hard process, not going to lie. Um, but it's worth it. And functional medicine has been so eye-opening for me and so educational. And I'm really, really grateful that we've been able to kind of dive in and figure out more things. Um, Right now in this moment, as we continue to rip out our basement, we're actually also renovating our kitchen. Um, And we are so blessed and so lucky to be able to stay at our family investment property um, about five miles away from our house. So we're actually not staying in our home right now. And so one of the things that I'm paying attention to is, is there any difference in neurological concerns with our family? Is there any difference in Brennan, Brendan's behavior? Have we noticed any changes overall with anything related to how we function, right? How our environment feels, how our day-to-days feel. As of now, everything feels about the same. And I wouldn't say there's any night and day difference whatsoever. And I think, you know, we're learning that while... Brendan isn't technically susceptible to mold illness based on some of the blood work we got. Absolutely. Some inflammation types of issues, absolutely some things we wanted to address on a root cause concern issue. Right. And so we're just continuing to dive into that. And I'm also continuing to dive into that in my own health. Um, I, you know, you can listen to some of the other podcasts, but in my own personal journey, like I have had a lot of different issues that I haven't been able to figure out since about 14 months postpartum after my fourth baby, right? Like I've just been feeling off. My energy is low. I am um, like unexplained weight gain, Um, like really intense cravings, even though I'm doing all the same things that have really helped me with those things in the past, right? Um, I've also had vertigo pop up intermittently for about a year now. And it was better for a little while that over the spring, and actually, now it's kind of weird again. And so, again, it's like what kinds of root cause things could be going on related to inflammation, right? Like, there's just so much you can research from, you know, mold toxicity and mycotoxins, right? Environmental exposure to something. Um, there's also products that we utilize, right? The things we put on the skin, the stuff we're breathing in, um, like, all of those things matter, and they really can make a difference in how our bodies start to function alongside obviously what we're eating Um, and, you know, just learning all of the different ways our bodies are like consuming different things from products to so much more than that. Um, You know, I'm learning that inflammation can stem from anything from like heavy metals to parasites, to mycotoxins, to food sensitivities, to so much more than that. Um, and it's a journey. Like I said, it's a journey and it's hard. So I wanted to just kind of leave you guys with that today, share a little bit more of our story where we're at, the mold toxicity, um, and really continue to just be a resource to share our journey of the neurological things that we continue to kind of work through and figure out alongside like the root cause things we're continuing to continuing to dig into and understand. Um, And please know I am always a resource as a mom of four, as a woman, as a wellness coach to give you tips, tricks, ideas, guidance, um, resources, things I've researched, people that are educated and can give you more information. Like I'm an open book on providing you with guidance. If diving into this for you or your family is something you want to explore or need to explore. Um, And if you ever have questions, don't ever hesitate to reach out. So do me a favor and please share this episode with your network today. If you feel like maybe you know someone in your life has had mold exposure or might need some more information about mold toxicity and wants to hear a story related to like real time, what's going on with our family, what we're learning, what we're managing, feel free to share this. It would be an absolute blessing to connect with any of you that may want to kind of talk about this specific topic related to functional medicine and so much more. Um, make sure you tune in next week. I have some other great interviews coming the rest of this month related to gut health, root cause, diving into the gut-mind connection, and really why functional medicine and going deeper on our bodies is so beneficial for our overall health as we get older. So thanks again for tuning in. I hope you guys have a great day. See you in the next one.